You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel. Apostle Goodheart, Obi Ekweme. of scripture 3rd John 2 and Acts 10 38 this is our healing school 3rd John 2 and Acts 10 38 shall we read together in concert 3rd John 2 beloved I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Once again, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Amen. Acts 10.38, let's read together. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. It looks like we're just turning the room. Can we read the Bible together as a family? One more time, boldly, courageously, read it as the word of life. It is so. Hallelujah. One, two, three, go. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Satan is the trouble causer. God the Father is the anointer. Jesus is the healer. Hallelujah. If there is any trouble in your health, the devil is responsible. Hallelujah. He comes with a threefold mandate. John 10.10. 10. He comes to kill. He comes to steal. 
he comes to destroy. But we are so delighted that the singular mandate of Jesus is more than enough. He said, I have come. What is coming? I have come to give you life and life what? In abundance. For an assignment this morning, seven important truths to know about divine healing. Seven important truths, not facts, truths to know about divine healing. Father, we thank you because your word is blessed. In Jesus' name, you may be still in God's wonderful presence. I want to ask this morning, have you been sick before? I have. And have you enjoyed health before? Uh, which do you think is better? Health is by far better. Praise God. It is important to constantly study and to feed your spirit man on knowledge and truths that pertain to divine healing and health from the scriptures. That way you will be able to enjoy a walk of strength and health whilst you're here on the earth, even as your heavenly father has designed for you to enjoy. I find in life, it's not everything that is necessarily available or affordable that is received by people. A gift is something the giver makes available to another. But the other must receive the gift in order for that gift to be beneficial to the person. It has been said oftentimes that health is wealth. I completely agree. I found that one of the greatest blessings on this side of eternity, aside from eternal life of course, is the amazing gift of health and strength. So I asked you earlier, if you've been sick and been well, you know that being well is better than being sick. In fact, to a man who is sick, he is willing and ready to trade off all of his earthly goods to exchange for health. I've been there before. I've been very, very sickly before. I was so sickly at some point in my life, I couldn't walk from A to B without panting like an old man. I hate sickness. I've been so sick that I was diagnosed for everything, anything possible, including HIV. Found to be negative, yet I was sick on the deathbed. So I've seen that health is better than wealth. Because a truly wealthy person is actually... A healthy person, a truly wealthy person is a healthy person. That's why you and I must learn to be grateful for the gift of health. I mean, look at Mama Victoria at 70 plus. She's still on the treadmill, exercising, jumping, dancing. She can beat many of you in some dancing moves. The bones are not cracking, flexible, supple. That's health. On her way to 80, still jumping up and down. That's health. Praise God. I have found that it's not enough to pray for old age. Huh? If you're old and sickly, you're in trouble. I think my father at some point wanted to check out early because he's such a man who is somewhat confident. He, he didn't want to be sickly. You carry him up and down. I think he said, man, this thing is not working. Let me check out. What am I saying? To be wealthy with means and fairness and be sickly is being poor. That's what I'm saying. You know, there's some challenges of life that men encounter that no amount of money can solve. May you never find yourself in that place. 
That's why we don't have to lose good health to value good health. Every day you are alive and well, thank you, Jesus. Your heart is beating with the rhythm of life, thank you, Lord. Your hands are moving as you desire, thank you, Lord. You know, the things you take for granted that your eyelids can move many times in a second. Somebody's eyes like this. But you can walk when you want to walk. You can easily take for granted until you see somebody who has no legs and wants to know what does it feel like to walk, not to be carried. Be grateful. Long life that is filled with sickness and sorrow, tears and disease is most certainly not the kind of long life God ordained for you. As a matter of fact, that kind of long life can be likened to a curse. God's will is for you to have long life, but not just long life. Life that is full of healthy days. And I want you to have a mental picture in your mind that your days, as far as God is concerned, will not only be long, but they'll be healthy days. I've learned to pray for people, especially on their birthdays. I say, God, add more years to their life and more life to their years. They're not the same thing. Huh? Add more years to their life, but add more life to their years. You need two of them. Longevity and the fullness of life. The Bible declares in Proverbs 9, 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Hear this. For by me, thy days shall be multiplied. Thy what? Come on, come on, thy what? Thy days shall be multiplied. Listen now. Don't confuse it too. And the years of thy life shall be increased. There's a prolonging of years. But when your days are multiplied, 24 hours will be like 48 hours. Praise God. Adding more years to your life. And more what? Life to your years. Should the Lord tarry? You're here for a long time to come. Your amen sounds questionable. Yeah. Or you want short life? <laughs> People say, well, he died at 31 or 30, 33. Well, I think he, he, his own was short, so mine can be long. He became sick, so I can be well. That's the love of the Father. Hello, somebody? Oh, oh, some preacher died young. Are you that preacher? You want to die young? Go ahead. Who's your example? Is he ancient of days? Hallelujah to Jesus. Expect to live long and healthy as a child of God. Exodus 23, 25 says, And you shall serve the Lord your God. And he God shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. That's your God. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. Hey. The number of thy days I, God, will fulfill. He is committed to fulfilling your days. What kind of days? Psalm 91 verse 16. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Do you know what it means to be satisfied? Keep on eating until you are satisfied. With long life I, God, will what? Satisfied. 
Nothing is allowed to take you out prematurely. Your amen sounds very questionable. I, I think some of you want to go to heaven quicker than your time. If you go before your time, you have to build your house there. You'll be a laborer. So stay here long enough for the angels to build your house where they can go there and find a finished house. Praise God. I don't want to walk here and walk there. I want to walk here and rest there. I'm walking here. Praise God. I'm about my father's business. No time for laziness. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. Psalm 118 verse 17 says, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. You won't be here to occupy space. You will be here to fulfill purpose and destiny. You remain relevant and correct. You won't become senile. You can't put numbers together, names together. No. Mine will be sharp. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, but nobody lives under my house. Are you part of who you have? No, you're of a different gener genealogy. Their lot is not your lot. Praise God. You know, the Bible says oftentimes about our patriarchs that they died at a good old age. You know, old age can be bad. Old age can be good. I'll tell you how it's good. <laughs> it is good when you have health, but it's also good when you're not <laughs> a bother to your, your children. I don't want to be a bother to my children. Never. I think it's a kind of a curse. It's only in Africa that children are feeding their, 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 their parents. It's okay. Don't feel bad. It's all right. He said, the father is to lay up for the children's children. A person who has worked in covenant will lay up to the third generation. My father has laid up for his children unborn by giving us a good name. I may not have money, but I have a good name. It's Mr. Integrity, not Mr. Corruption. <laughs> Some have money, but a very bad name. Their names are called now, it's be like smelling in the air. Meow, 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 meow. But you know them to be wealthy, but those names, they stink. Not legacy. Plan, work to leave something for your children. A good name. Hallelujah. Beloved, Satan takes advantage of spiritual ignorance. As it is true in law, it is true in the realm of the spirit that there is no room for ignorance to be excusable. Ignorance is not excusable in law. In the realm of the spirit, ignorance is not permissible. The devil will not leave you alone because you don't know any better. <laughs> oh, well, he doesn't know that I'm a bad devil and his God is a good God. No, he will harass you, terrorize you. That's why when you are in church, please have a mind of a student. Get your notes, write down. Because every day is an examination. And I marvel how some of you come to, well, not here, but a few of you I still see. You come to church and you look like glucosate, no notes. Are you that sharp? I don't think so. One of my sons taught on Friday in the night vigil, I wrote notes. I wrote and I wrote. But I saw some people around me, arrogant people, not taking notes, just looking like, looking. I say, that's why you're different from me. I'm a lifetime student. I learn from my children. I learn from anywhere possible. It's humility to learn. Get your notes out. No notepad. No Bible. You're, you're, you're coming to be entertained. No. 
That's why when you face the real exams in life, you wonder, how do I respond? You got the answer yesterday. God gives answer before the question. If only you listen to the answer. Uh-huh. He's giving you an answer now for the test of disease coming tomorrow. If only you listen. Some waits to come later in church to do the clap. It's called a discipleship class, 8 a.m. You report to be disciple. No training, no ready. It's training for ready. Let me say it again. Every day is an exam of life. Nobody's exempt from life examinations. You don't know when it will hit. Be ready. As you say, man of war. Man, man, man of, is, it, is, it, is, it, is this, uh, what's it? Is it man of war? Man of war. Boy Scout, thank you. Be prepared. So live prepared. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, the Bible declares in Hosea 4 verse 6, My people, whose people? Oh, come on church, it looks like you're still uh, rebooting. Say, my people, that's more like church. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. No, my people. My people, my people, my people. <laughs> that thou shalt be no priest to me, saying or seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. My people. Hosea or Isaiah 5.13. Therefore my people, the same people again, people who have chosen ignorance, my people are gone into captivity. That's slavery. Because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are famished. My people. And their multitude dried up with thirst. My people. What's the problem? Ignorance. He said in Africa, what you don't know will not kill you. No. What you don't know is killing you. He said, if you don't if you eat it, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't eat poison, you won't kill you. No, no, no. What you don't know is finishing you. You need to know. Hallelujah. <laughs> John 8, 32. And you shall know the truth. And the truth you know shall what? Make you free. The truth be told is that you are already set free by redemption. But you are made free when you know the truth and you act upon the truth. You were set free the moment Jesus became sin, went to hell, rose up triumphantly on the third day, sat on the right hand of the Father. You were set free. But until you know that you know, that you know, that the enemy has nothing on you again, you will remain bound. So it's the knowledge that comes to empower you to walk out on the devil. And I believe this Sunday morning, Makote Kete, light is coming your way to enable you with boldness to walk out on the devil. You will walk out on the last negative medical report. They said you were hypertensive, you are walking out. They said you were retarded mentally, you are walking out. They said your heart was not functioning optimally, but the virtue of light and knowledge, you are working now. That's why the enemy strives to blind the saints from seeing. But you will see. How will you see? By the light of God's word. The entrance of God's word gives light. 
119 verse 130. There must be an entrance. You must, you must open your heart and your mind enough to illumination for it to enter. When it enters, even you say, oh, I see. May you arrive at that place you say, Oh, I see. I am made for help, not for sickness. Come on, your amen sounds very questionable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is discoveries that guarantee you of recoveries. What you're not able to discover by way of treasures in the world you can't recover lost ground beloved spiritually lazy christians have the tendency to struggle from one issue to the other one crisis to another prayerlessness lack of study boom 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 you wonder why is my life boom boom <laughs> settle down make discoveries connect your heart to the father in communion the light will clear. I said before, I say again, the presence of light, or better still, the presence of darkness is not the proof of its superiority over light. No, sir. The presence of darkness is only a proof of the absence of light. Turn on the light. And darkness will recede. Hallelujah. We're in an age where God, I believe, is laying greater emphasis on what I've always called the DIY Christianity. Do it yourself. <laughs> it's okay to have uncle auntie to be around you, but there will come that moment where only you will face some things that only you can deal with. You better know your God. You better know your God. You may not find oil to pour on your head. Papa may not be there. I want to be there all the time. <laughs> But the way life operates, it doesn't happen that way. Even wife may not be there all the time. Husband not there all the time. Daniel 11.32 They that do know the Lord their God shall be strong. <laughs> they shall do exploits. Revelation knowledge gives you strength to do exploits. Seek to know him. Become more familiar with the word. Don't dodge from prayer meetings. You do yourself more harm than good. You select where you go to what service. Once a month. You go for the ones that sound very exciting, don't give you pressure. The singing, concerts, music, you go there. But when it's time to pray, you go away. Ah, it's error. Praise God. Praise God. Beloved, it is the word of God that is a primary carrier of the healing virtues and property of God. Psalm 107.20 He sent his word and his word healed them and delivered them from their destructions. John 6.63 It is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profited nothing. Hear this? Hear this? The words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and what? And alive. So the word of God, when it's spoken in faith, carries spirit. And carries life. It inoculates life into the hearers. 
When that life goes into you, it's able to alter your DNA, your genotype, your cell, your tissues, your organs, and your all, everything within you. The Bible declares it is the strong spirit of a man that sustains him in his bodily infirmities. <laughs> There's someone in you, not something. It's called the Holy Ghost. He's not there to make you feel good only with goosebumps. No. Romans 8.11 If the self-same spirit that rose not Lazarus because Lazarus rose and died again but rose Jesus from the dead. Hey, Who's that? That same spirit lives in good heart. Bolondege. He quickens. The word quicken is to enliven. Kondeyaka. As I speak the word of God now. Romunekete. Your kidney. Your liver. Your pancreas. Your brain cells. They are being enlivened. They are being quickened by the inoculation of Zoe. The God kind of life. Somebody say, yes, I believe it. Greater is he. Not it. First John 4, 4. Greater is he. Is a person that is in you than everyone in the world. Man, you're too loaded. You just don't know it. You're too loaded. Too blessed to be stressed. Too lifted to be put down again. Hello, somebody. Somebody shout hallelujah. So the word of God is a primary vehicle and means through which God releases his healing properties. Now, you see, it is possible for you to be in a place where the word of God is released with its healing properties, yet fail to activate or to draw down the healing power that is made available. And we saw that in Luke 5. Listen carefully. Luke 5.15. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. And great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Whoa. Listen. They did not come to be healed primarily. They came primarily to hear. Because the key to healing is hearing. But many a times you want the healing without hearing or reading. God said no. To get the healing, you must hear. You must read. You hear with me? Are you here with me? You sidestep the reading and the hearing, you miss the healing. So each time you incline your ear to the word of the Lord, you are inclining your ears to his healing properties. You may not feel the shift and the change just yet. Keep hearing. Keep hearing. Keep seeing. Keep seeing. You know, there is a difference between the word of God shining into your heart and the word of God entering into your heart. Entering is 
a point. That means I must be willing to give myself long enough to hear him, to read him, until there is an activity called as it has now entered. You know, when we're in school, whether secondary school or university, you know, we're doing that kind of cross program before an examination, and your friends say, Bro, bro, half an hour, it enter, it enter, as he enter, you know what I mean, as he enter, that means, did you understand it? Do you remember it? So, likewise, the word must come long enough until it has entered. You will know when it enters. Guess what? When it enters, you'll be free. Oh, yes. There will be evidence of the entrance. Chains are broken. Burdens are lifted. Why? You will know the truth. Entrance. And the truth will make you free. So, how I know it has entered is that your work changes. Your talk changes. Your circumstance may not change immediately. Your situation may not turn around. But, 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 your language will change. Your talk will change. You declare, I can't be sick. I can't be poor. You declare it. Go. No money in the bank. But something tells you, you are too blessed. Man, this boy is rich. Not money. Come on, come on, come on. No. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody said, I am free. Like a mighty thunder said, I am free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ah. We saw in verse 17 of Luke 5, the same story, where Jesus Christ appeared in a place. After the story of Simon Peter, boat sinking, net catching, Harvest, he showed up somewhere to proclaim the gospel and he was teaching and preaching like I am preaching and teaching the word. The Bible declares, <laughs> verse 15, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Verse 17 says, Hear now, and it came to pass on a certain day. There is a what? A certain day. There are days and there are For somebody, today's service is just another service. Daddy is back. He's just excited. Let's, let's enjoy him. Ha! For somebody else, today is a certain day. For certain things to happen. Certain things to drop from the throne of grace. Certain day. For liftings and shifting, certain day. For barriers to be crossed, lines to be crossed, a certain day. For yokes to be destroyed, a what? May this be your own certain day. Ashandaya <laughs> Your season for a shift is here. Your season for a lift is here. It is undeniable. It is unstoppable. It's irresistible. Somebody shall yes, I believe. Wow, Skyandaya. Hallelujah. Preaching myself happy, you know that now. Glory to God. So we see in Luke 5.17 And it came to pass 
on a certain day as he was teaching as I am teaching. Not my word, God forbid. Just show you scriptures, what he said, what he's saying. <laughs> that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by. Maybe perhaps in this room today there are also some Pharisees. You know who they are? They see afar. They are mockers. They have come again. These healing things done away with. They just, I beg, I beg, I beg. They are Pharisees. Far you see. Hallelujah. Praise God. They were Pharisees and doctors of the law. They are critics. They come to church to examine what the man is saying. Is he theologically astute? How is his dogma? Does he have the right diction? What about his hermeneutics and homiletics? Praise God. Well, I'm impressed of the Bible school. I have, to, I have to impress you. I have to impress you that at least I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. Listen now. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Oh, man. You know, what made the power present? The beard of Jesus, his white flowing gown, is what? Word! The same word of Jesus, when it's proclaimed in the mouth of the believer, has the same power to heal. The Bible declares in Mark 16 20, and the disciples went. Proclaiming the gospel, God going with them, confirming the word with signs and wonders. When the word, not stories, not dogma, not philosophy, when the word is preached, signs and wonders follow the preaching of the word. Praise God. That's why the greatest miracles in this house. They come on account of the spoken word. I rarely get to lay hands and pour oil once in a while if I'm led by the Holy Ghost. Just speak the word. On GPPA, pray, speak the word. People who have not seen before are hearing God's word. Most times the screen is black so you won't see me. And give me the credits. So only in recent times God said, begin to show yourself gradually. So you'll be seeing more of me now. We're practicing for CNN. And TBN. One network live, one hour live video live. Marco, take it, take it here, We're practicing. Ah, the next few days will be on at least 10 terrestrial radio stations in Nigeria by September 1, by God's grace. At least 10. A way to cross over to the third year of GPP. 10 altars all over Nigeria. Pam, 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 pam. The devil is in trouble, he knows that. He knows that. But you see, I said seven things. I haven't even given you one yet. What do I do? Ralph, what do I do? I should go. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. All right. Well, land is this. The power was present. Read the this, read this story. Look five. 
But those Pharisees, those doctors, those critics, those who come to church to examine how is he delivering his they fail to access the available power. But all of a sudden, something began to happen. Four men dared to get into the place where Jesus was. There was a crowd. They couldn't access the master. Just like in Mark 5, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years tried to access the master. But there was a crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. What will you do when there is a crowd trying to keep you from the word? We will again in Mark 10. One called blind Bartimaeus heard the voice of Jesus and cried, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. There was a crowd. They said to him, oh, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. He cried, the more louder. When there is a crowd, you've got to cry, the more louder. When you know it's a moment in destiny, you can't miss the moment in destiny. You've got to seize it. You've got to do something you haven't done before for God to do something in your life you haven't seen God do before in your life. The woman with the issue of blood cried, but there was a crack. She got down on her four knees, began to crawl. Are you willing to crawl to get to the world, to get to the master? Ah, are you hungry enough for a change? She crawled to the point where she touched the hem of his garment. The Bible declares immediately. Her issue of blood came to an utter end. Somebody, this morning, you are touching the word. As you touch the word by faith in the spirit, immediately your issues come to an utter end. Crowd, they went to the roof. Can you imagine some desperate men would just get up here? Here we are on a Sunday morning, cool, jejeli. Begin to tear the roof. Fear, fear, fear. Ah, oh boy, how far? It's all God. You don't pass our power. Now you, who go, now die, die here. This man must walk. They let down their friend in a stretcher. Call take it, 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 take it. You better have friends that will take you to the world. Ha! Go take it. Life can be lonely. You better have praying friends in this day and age. People who can join hands and faith with you. Dance and let's pray and agree. Ragadaya. Ragadaya. You better have friends. You better have friends that believe in the miraculous. You better have friends that believe outside this craze of the Nigerian economy. You cannot just survive, but you can thrive. You better have friends who believe in the word and the covenant. You better have friends who have crazy faith. In that same room where they were, power available, nobody seized it. Power available, I wonder how many are. 
Oh boy. Beloved of the living God, the power of God available in this room is powerful enough to dry up cancerous cells. I'm telling you that. Not my power. The power of the living God. Because his word has gone forth. Can you rise on your feet? Lift your hand to the heavens? No drama. Lord, I receive your power by faith into my bones, my joints, my ligament. Kotikata. Is there any disease and infirmity that you came to this hall with now? By the power. There comes an end. There comes an end. The expectation of the just shall not be cut shut. Surely there's an end. I decree by the mercy of my father and your father, the end of that evil flow comes now in the name of Jesus Christ. An end of pain, an end of disease, an end of infirmity, an end of weakness. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anybody, everybody laboring under one kind of curse of the other. By the power that is in the blood. As we go before the table of covenant, such curses, they are broken in the name of Jesus Christ. I announce to you, this is your own certain day for liberty. The north, good news is coming to you. The south, good news comes to you. The east, good news. And the west, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Somebody said, I receive good news now. Father, thank you that the heavens are open. What you've wrought, we know is perfect. What you wrought, we know, is confirmed and, and, and perfected in the name of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands. Shout to your God. Receive house of Judah. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic dot org also download the horn of revival ministry app on google play or apple store to connect with a variety of quality resources including rogic radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life and for real-time ministry you can follow apostle goodheart on twitter the handle is at pastor goodheart and on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.